0: Every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, soul to soul. 101.9 High FM High. We are back, as we do every Monday between two to three, where we discuss education, we discuss society, we discuss ourselves, how to make the world a better place, how to make the world a better future, how to give our families, our children, our students, people around us, the community, how can we become better people, effective, more effective, more positive, and just be uh, successful in our journey and what we do today? Uh, we will be discussing uh punishment and uh discipline setting boundaries, setting boundaries. Punishment, discipline, etc. So, setting boundaries I think is very important. Um, for those of you who remember, and I'm sure many of you do because of the tremendous amount of feedback that I got during this week, last week we had in studio Hazel Ehrenbrand. Hazel Ehrenbrand is a psychologist, a social worker, uh, but much more than that, she has her own practice regarding families. Um, just making the world a better place relations specialize especially in relations and communications and last week we spoke about communications here in the show uh, many people have told me that it wasn't long enough and we didn't cover everything, just a reminder we were discussing the uh, three steps of, of communication um, but you know before we even summarize and move on to the next topic with Hazel, good afternoon thank you so much for being with us
1: Thank you, thank you for asking me
0: So as I said last week at the end of the show I think I'm going to ask you to come back again Uh, And then during the week when we were in touch It changed from asking you to come back To telling you to come back Because of the big demand So that was uh, very important So just to remind ourselves We ended off last week regarding communication Regarding the three steps of communication Is that correct?
1: Three parts Three parts
0: All right, okay
1: when to communicate, what you communicate, and how you communicate.
0: Okay, when was so, choosing the right moment?
1: When was choosing the right moment? Your what was the words you use, and your how was all the nonverbals. eye contact,
0: connection, yes. not being on your phone while you talk, yes, um, etc. Okay um, I
1: don't know if you remember We spoke about that the verbal And non-verbal, non-verbal. message Needs right. to tie You cannot be Shaking your head no While saying yes, yes
0: To your child okay, Yeah, Being very uh, consistent fully And uh, all the messages That come through Have to come through together Um I and mean, it's fascinating because we did touch on a bit on how much the cell phones take part uh, uh, in our lives. And when we come to have a communication, we have our phones in our hands or we kind of in a different place. And we totally lose out on our conversation
1: regarding oh, yes. mean, I
0: actually remembered. I have to share this with you. Uh, about a, a bit over a year ago, there was someone here in the show who came from out of town. And he was giving amazing workshops. Um to students. And he asked me to come to this workshop that he was giving here to students that are actually the future leaders of who we're looking at, Students that are learning law, uh, finances, ther- psychologists, therapists, uh, well, top rated students. And he had an amazing discussion with him, with them. And while he started the workshop, I, I was fascinating. I'll never forget this. He asked all these teenagers we're talking about a hundred teenagers probably uh, not teenagers college uh, students already i mean well into their degree mm-hmm. and he asked them all to separate into groups and to kind of work out what do they would define success how do you define success and they all broke up into groups of 10 or 12 and i'm looking at the room and it was fascinating to see that in every group there was two or three leaders that f- pulled out their phones and googled what is success and that threw off the whole workshop I, I was fascinated and i think that's part of what we do in a larger uh, range and in a smaller range and we kind of i want i'd like to hear your point of it do we actually lose part of our um trust in other people's communication if we run to check everything or if we stop thinking by just googling and checking others other sources of information
1: If you're looking at your phone or Googling or you're not engaging with that other person, so they're not going to feel heard, understood, listened to. Remember we spoke about how listening is a huge part of communication. It's not just talking. And if you're distracted, if you don't have eye contact, if you're looking at your phone, the person's gonna feel that you're kind of like a bit bored with them. That you have more interesting things to be. Right. What is success? Wow. Well, I would say that starts off, sure, from a very, very young age. Okay. From your childhood. Remember last week we spoke about instant gratification, which is your phone, which is you switch on the television, you see it all immediate, versus delaying gratification. And that's a concept that we often forget about. We don't think, how can I avoid that instant reward for the long-term benefit, and that right. without a doubt.
0: And not to be, like, yes. impulsive right now. So just, by the way, regarding the success, I, I do this uh, work with many teenagers, and we always discuss success. And <clears throat> we always, at the workshops we do in the discussion, we come to the conclusion that success would be looking in the mirror and liking who you see, being happy with what you do. I mean it doesn't mean just the physical appearance, but just looking at yourself and saying, I'm satisfied, I'm happy. That's how we would define success.
1: That's huge. Perhaps Uh, it all boils down to a developing self discipline. So that you're able to say, I'm okay. With I take responsibility.
0: Right. And a big part of it is our main discussion for today, which is boundaries. Let's start diving into boundaries.
1: Okay, I think before we talk about boundaries, and I'm going to be giving many, many pointers, what we could do to help ourselves and help our children. I think we need to distinguish between punishment and discipline. So what is punishment? Punishment is when you yell, you threaten, you put down your child. Yelling at your child. If you yell at your child, for sure, your child is going to yell back or is going to yell at friends, at others.
0: It won't stop there.
1: For sure. Threatening. Do you know how many parents use the old, I'm going to count to three. Um, and children ignore them. So the parent goes one, two, two and a quarter, yeah. two and a half.
0: <laughs> Almost three. Um,
1: three <laughs> doesn't work. Okay. And put downs. Put downs lead to bullying. Okay. A child who is bullied is exactly the same as taking a piece of paper and crumbling it. No matter how much you try and straighten the paper, how many times you iron the paper, it's not going to change. There's a mark. There's going to be a mark. Okay. Punishment ties in with reward. So what is reward? Well, what does reward do? It teaches a child get things not to cooperate okay rewards also to be effective you've got to increase them so what starts off as a little dinky toy a little Lamborghini toy car eventually will become the Lamborghini so
0: you want to be careful (laughs) of rewards okay Okay, so what is discipline? Yeah, so how do we work? Because we're using the term punishment, and many times I see uh, parents, because of all said and spoken, we all know not to do punishment anymore. So I see many times parents say, if you do that, you get a consequence and give a punishment. We, We tend to change the word and calling punishment consequence because it sounds better for us, I guess, kind of. Uh, but we would go and say, "Okay, your consequence will be," um, and then shout at the child or whatever it is.
1: We're going to talk about consequences. We have to know exactly a what lot. it
0: means. What's the definition? And I'm between. Give you a what to do and what not to do. list. Okay, but before we start discussing the consequence, uh, one of the consequences of being a radio is taking ad breaks. So we're going to have to take a very short break, and we will be right back. <laughs> This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 FM. 101.9 HiFM. FM Chinuch with Rabbi G. We're here in studio together with Hazel Ehrenbrand, a psychologist, a social worker, and more than everything, uh, someone who runs a practice for the family, who looks after families and specializes in communication, relationships, etc. So we're just going into a discussion regarding the definition between discipline and punishment. And uh, what are the damages of punishment? What can we get from discipline and how must we do it? Anything you want to add or ask, you want to ask Hazel something, you want to add to the conversation, you have something to say. I mean, just to think one of the big statements that was just said here that... When a child is bullying, he's like uh, pushed down to a scrambled paper, which no matter how much you straighten it out, they're always going to be left a dent. Do you think so? Or do you think we can completely fix it? Please send in your thoughts, 61 895 You could always send an SMS, 34519 is the SMS line, or an email at com, or call if it's easier, or just, do you want to chat to us? 010-140-3020. So many ways of communication, okay. discussing communication, and now we are down back to punishment against um, discipline. Okay, so we kind of spoke about the, uh, the negative of punishment before we took off. Let's talk about discipline.
1: Okay, so what is discipline? How would you describe discipline? There are a couple of points here. The first would Before be... Before you answer that,
0: how would you describe discipline? Please, 061-895-1019 or an SMS line. Very interesting question. How we, would we dis- describe discipline? But how would we?
1: So your first thing would be to show respect to your child and to yourself. We call it mutual respect. You cannot be, as an example, drinking a Coke and at the same time telling your child how bad Coke is for them. Okay. Second point, be aware of your expectations. Um, Parents who go in with the expectation of my child never listens. For sure, your child is never going to listen. Expect your child to cooperate. Because
0: that's a title
1: you're giving him. Yes. Okay. You're labeling him, he just doesn't listen. So he's listening to you by not listening. So what you need to do... <laughs> correct, he is. He's listening to you by not He's just loving the label. Completely. Brilliant point, for sure. <laughs> okay. Um... You want to change that. You want to look at your expectations. You want to accept your children as they are, not just as you perceive they should or might be. So your way to do that is, and we're going to talk about that more just now, expect your child to cooperate. But how? Use positive Messages. Give your directive, tell your child what you want without asking all the time, saying it as in a question all the time.
0: It more like an order?
1: Um, parents say to their children, please, won't you help me tidy your room? Versus, you're such a good girl or oh boy, now it's time. tidy. Can you hear my message as one of "There's no discussion"?
0: It's not open for negotiation, discussion, or do I have to, or I'll do it soon, etc.
1: Yes, or I'll do it just now. Just now, yeah. Little children say "just now." Older children say "later" or "tomorrow." Yeah, meaning next year or whatever.
0: We were having a discussion on the show here one time. What's longer? Uh, the, when a the wife says I'll be ready just now or when a husband says I'll be home just now what's a longer just now and the period correct
1: <laughs> it's still just now it's still it's just still. now completely and you don't want to get your children into a habit of well just now well later teaching right. them to procrastinate next point I want to make is what is discipline provide choices As an example, um, you say to your child, you cannot play or watch TV till your homework is done. Child turns on the TV, homework not done, switch it off. Say no.
0: Which means be consistent and stand behind what you said.
1: Be consistent. You cannot be consistent all the time. That's humanly impossible. But for sure, aim to be more consistent. Okay. Last big point, and this is the biggest point, as you were saying, consequences, apply your consequences. Mm. Consequences create effective boundaries.
0: Okay, but what are consequences? because I think the concept of consequences is overused because we know we need to do consequences and not punishment, so we do whatever we just feel like and just call it consequences instead of punishment. So what is a consequence and not a punishment?
1: A consequence is giving a choice. So let's say a child, I keep on going back to the homework issue because it is a big issue with many parents. I'm giving a choice when I use a consequence. I listen. I'm setting my limit in the choice that I give. Okay. And then I follow through with what the child chooses to do. So back to the homework. The um, child wants to visit a friend. And you say, can't go till you've done your homework. The consequence is going to be if the ho- his homework is not done. I see, haven't done your homework, so you're not going to visit your friend today. We'll try again tomorrow. That's, so that's a consequence. consequence is based on setting limits, and your setting limits is the choice that the child right. is going to make. Which regarding means, the action he wishes to respond
0: on. Okay, which, and, and here's a very tricky point, because this is a, a beautiful consequence that you're describing. And then what would happen if a parent says, do your homework so you can go see a friend, and then the child does not do the homework, and the parent says, okay, so your consequence is that you can't go to a friend for three days now
1: three that's days. not
0: a consequence or five years whatever it is but now the cons- the consequence is not really a consequence anymore we call it a consequence but it's really a punishment you didn't do the job I told you the consequence is that I'm not letting you touch my phone that's not a consequence
1: that is a punishment exactly Dr- why? That's a very because confusing point the behavior doesn't fit the crime Exactly. So the minute you start, gee, using consequences of you can't, you are grounded, can't go out for a month, um, for small and large misdemeanors, it's going right. to become a punishment. It's not going to work. Right. So your that. consequence must fit the behaviour. It, which means in order to be a
0: consequence, it's got to be a direct result and not an added-to
1: result. Yes. It's got to also be, perhaps most important is, it's got to be in the present. It's not past-orientated. It's present.
2: So okay. you
1: can't say to your child, gee, you had a friend and... Uh, miss the kitchen. So you're not going to have friends for a month. Um, That's what happens. So what would be a consequence for that? Consequence for that would be, sure, you can have a friend. However, you need to keep the kitchen tidy. If you want to have snacks, tidy up. If you don't tidy up, your friend i'm gonna find the parent your friend can go home
0: okay that, that sounds that <laughs> that sounds a bit uh, difficult but uh, even if it's not just about that but why isn't it a consequence let's say the child says made a mess in the kitchen when his friend came and the parent says okay so the consequence is that um tomorrow you can't have a friend Maybe That would probably be a punishment. No. That
1: would be a, no, would be a consequence. consequence.
0: I wouldn't say maybe a consequence but would be... But it doesn't
1: really fit right. the behavior. So the the behavior is about keeping the kitchen.
0: So the consequence should be your friend can't come back until you properly clean the kitchen. Then you can Good have your friend back. Then So it has to be a direct result, and then you could have it
1: happening. Yes. Okay. Good consequence.
0: Okay, so we have the consequences and def- complete definition, different than punishment. But what happens when major boundaries are crossed? I mean, you see your child doing something that you really feel your child is damaging themselves. How can you work with it then? And the consequence is not working right now.
1: If it's something that your child threatens to hurt himself or someone else, there is no discussion. There is no consequence. It's just a no. Don't be scared to say no to your child. You as a parent have to protect your child, to look out for your child. Your child is not old enough to take on responsibility for right. himself, it's a parent's job to teach the child.
0: <laughs> Completely. And part of what we were talking last week was that sometimes parents don't have the confidence to say no to their child. They don't feel strong enough. They want to be their best friend instead of actually being their parent.
1: Absolutely. But the child doesn't want to be friends with the parent.
0: Exactly. It's He's only got the parent.
1: <laughs> That's the parent's need. I want to give you a couple of tips okay. that will help um, to create effective boundaries. By the way, before we go into them, do you know how you get someone to listen to you? Uh, lower 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 question. And slower your voice. Don't yell. Don't scream. Don't shriek. Lower, slower your voice you've got a better chance of being heard
0: I th- one of the things that we've been discussing here and I think it's it's fascinating it it's very it's very interesting because we have a very strong connection between our physical world and our emotional world and sometimes when we're close to each other and we're yelling, we're in a fight and sometimes when we we talk uh, quiet. I think it has to do with how close we actually feel to the other person. When I'm in a fight with someone and I feel distance from them, I actually have to yell because they're not hearing me. The lower the voice goes, it means the closer we are emotionally next to each other. So we don't have to raise our voice. And if we think of it, the lower we go, the closer we are. And when people are in very close, they can talk very quiet. And even sometimes just pass the message throughout through their eyes without even talking. And when people feel distance, then they'll yell.
1: What I'm hearing from you is be contained. When you talk to your child, that's what I'm hearing you saying. Hundred percent. Be contained. Be patient. Be there with Yeah. Be there.
0: What the child. Okay, so be, and yeah, and then you could feel closer. And, and what happens? Uh, I, I do have a, a message coming in. What happens if if a child is actually, um, I don't know, getting into a very uh, strong discussion with this child? <laughs> it came in in Hebrew, by the way. Uh, if somebody is uh, uh, threatening his child, I'm going to run away, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Uh, the message did come unsigned, but does that? Where does that take place in boundaries? If a parent feels like it's nervous, as child, their child is saying, "If you put this boundary, I'm going to run away from home. I'm going to. You're going to lose me." Um, I'm assuming we're talking about more about teenagers. Then what? Where's the balance between keeping boundaries but being cautious to the child's threats?
1: Maybe the parent needs to reassess. If they're not being too harsh, like the example I gave earlier, I'm not sure I would even use that because that is harsh. But if I'm pushed to a point that I would need to, then absolutely I would use it. Um, I would also there go back to what we spoke about last week using Mm -hmm. reflective listening. Your child is obviously, your child is telling you they're really angry, they think you're being so unfair. You need to hear that. You need to listen to that. Tying in with that is another very important point that I wanted to make called, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, separating the deed from the doer. Okay. We never talk about the child that's wrong or bad. We're not using a consequence. Read the child. We're talking about the behavior that we disapprove of.
0: And how do we give the child enough confidence to actually believe us when we say we're not talking about you as a person, we're talking about the behavior that we're not happy with?
1: A young child, you would... State the behavior that you don't want, but more important, tell the child the behavior that you do want. Older child, your cure of unconditional love and acceptance would come in of, I love you, but I don't like your behavior.
0: Okay, which means... And to specify it, or to just kind of reflect it—that it's the behavior, and not the the pers- the child himself—or actually, to say
1: it in words. Yes, um, to use. You say it in words, and you can reflect it. You purely getting a message across to the child. You're not criticizing. You're not blaming. You're not shaming. The child, the person you're focusing on unacceptable behaviors.
0: Uh, I just want to refer you to a message coming in. Um, I'm guessing it's a child who's writing and the child's writing we don't believe it's coming from love. Or we can, uh, sometimes our parents think we're too young and don't trust us and that's why they want to decide for us and it's not coming from a loving place. What does a parent need to do to change that?
1: parent needs to listen to what their child is saying. I'm assuming, well, this definitely would be a teenage child who wants more autonomy, who wants greater means to be showing that their parent can believe in them. I would use choices. With a teenager, I would also negotiate. I wouldn't just tell them or just your choice is this or this. I would talk about what seems fair, reasonable to you. What about you want to go out? Well, you want to come back at mm, one in the morning. Myself as the parent would prefer you to be back at... 10 o'clock at night so let's talk about what about 11
0: okay we're going make sure your phone is on and leave another phone from somebody that you could be in touch with or
1: absolutely be
0: available and safe
1: absolutely yes
0: okay so just the negotiations and the um relations okay we are we do have to take another break um, and time is running so we're going to take a very short break and we'll be right back to continue uh this discussion
1: this is Soul to Soul on
0: 101.9 High fm Chai Chinuch we are back and we're in, a, in the middle of an amazing discussion here with <coughs> Hazel Armand who is a psychologist a social worker um a, a somebody who runs a practice for the family, for relationships, for um, communication, and we're discussing boundaries and how to put the boundaries in. Uh, with, so obviously anything you want to ask, you want to add, you want to agree or disagree. This is the time for boundaries, right? So 61 that's the WhatsApp line, 61 895 is the WhatsApp line. You can always send us an SMS. 34519 is the SMS line or an uh, email on air at com. Okay, so we are reaching the, the end of the discussion. So how do we kind of uh, wrap up and get the boundaries? We kind of put the boundaries into a consequence form and question, and negotiation form, and we took it out of the punishment, and anger, and not listening, and um, negative part of the communication.
1: Okay, adding on to what we were talking about when we spoke about separating the deed from the doer, there are no such a there is no such a thing as bad children children may make bad choices bad decisions okay Mm. and
0: and that's got to be clear to us if we want to influence a child I think one of the the, there was once uh, a reward given to the best teacher in the United States years ago I heard this story I don't know 20-30 years ago and probably even was earlier and the President of the United States was giving this teacher a reward uh, for being the best teacher in America. And the President says, so what subjects do you teach? And the teacher said, I'm sorry, Mr. President, I don't teach subjects, I teach children.
1: Correct. And
0: I think that's kind of surprising what you say. Correct. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Mm. We also want to use open questions when we do talk to our children, especially our teenage, young adult children. Questions that start with how, why, when. We want to be firm and kind. We want to show respect. You also want to, this is a very important point, Do what your child least expects you to do, so your child may expect you to shout, go berserk, on something, Um, think, breathe, stop. Do what your child least expects you to be doing. You're going to get far greater cooperation. Now the important point is, talk less. And act more. We talk and talk and we talk so much that eventually our children don't hear us and they don't listen to they us. They
0: give up on that. Okay, so I think that's an amazing message to, to kind of take a stop here. I have a feeling that this is not the last time here that you're going to be here on the show and we're going to have to uh, um, find a time to go into more details. Unfortunately, the show is very limited in time. Um, I, th- I think we need to uh, maybe see what we can do about that. Um, but I think that's a very strong lesson. Don't uh, overflow your child with too much talking or with too much. Be there with him. Talk less. Show more. Be accurate and let your child pick up and and kind of be tuned in together.
1: Thank you. Thank you, I Lazy. enjoyed being with you and I the, hope I've given couple of pointers you've given very
0: accurate very down to the spot i now i realize even more why there was such a big demand for you to be again on the show and i'm assuming it will happen again sometime please god thank you hazel thank you so much for coming to the show today um a lot to learn a lot to understand communication is a key probably to everything so, that was Hazel Aaron ben. Thank you so much for being with us. 101.9 Chai FM, A short break and we'll be right back. This is
1: Soul to Soul on
0: 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai We are back for the last and final part of today's show. Uh, previously we were talking with Hazel regarding communication, relationship. There was a message that came in and said, no, I'm assuming it's a mistake, etc. Please, if you want to send in the full message or you want to comment with pleasure, waiting to hear what you have to say. Another topic I wanted to speak, I came across a beautiful project here in the community and it was fascinating and I felt we need to discuss it a bit more here. Rabbi... Sion Teller, young rabbi here in the community, um, I don't know how, I'm assuming kind of new in South Africa, um, has put together a beautiful project regarding learning of Gemara. A lot of the pressure that we have is that sometimes a person may be learning, but it's not on a schedule. He doesn't have enough time to go properly, bouncing from place to place, and kind of here was put in a beautiful project in structure for it. Good afternoon, Rabbi Taylor. Thank you so much for being with us.
2: Good afternoon, thank you for having me. Tell us Appreciate about the project. It. Well, uh... what's it called? It's called. I mean, it's a. It's a. You know, worldwide project. It's called Daf Hashavua, Daf a week.
0: Okay, so you brought something to South Africa from overseas.
2: Um, actually, it's it's been around here. I mean, Orsha hosts it, and uh, you know, the call also has someone that hosts it. Um, okay, just trying to. You spread more, spread more out there in okay, the world. so
0: what, what, is, what is it?
2: So, uh, Dafa Week is, uh, there's, you know, there's a few programs out there. Everyone knows, I'm sure, Dafa Yomi, which is, uh, you know, a Dafa day. And some people know a program, you know, maybe Dershu, which is halacha. Now, Dafa Yomi is something that and is... Daf-yomi. And Dafa Yomi. And Dafa Yomi. Right. Right. So, Dafa Yomi is, is something that takes a lot of energy. Now, I'm and, just
0: saying Dershu does both, and you're presenting a new thing, a new program, so Dafa Shavua means?
2: Yeah, Dafa Shavua basically means Dafa Week. But the, but the key idea in that program is that to try to master it. In, in, by taking smaller pieces, by taking a little bit slower, you end up uh, being able to achieve and actually mastering the, the you know, the, the learning. And it's also the fact that it's a smaller amount, so it's a little bite size. You could, uh, you know, every day take, you know, six minutes a day, 10 minutes a day.
0: Six to 10 minutes a day. I would think you were talking about an hour a day.
2: Yeah, so the, what we're doing that's, you know, maybe, I don't know if it's unique, but this is what we're doing is we're creating a, a WhatsApp group, a, you know, big group where we send out a picture of the DAF from both sides and a short six to 10 minutes recording breaking the DAF to four pieces. Um, okay. That gives someone, you know, during the time that someone has his coffee or has his, you know, lunch break is enough time for him to actually do one shir which is already half an amud, and the idea is again is to try to give it, uh, to try to do it three times during the week, and then once on Shabbos. So you know, people could do many learning. They go to a shiur, and they go, you know, they go to a class, and they maybe learn with a chavruta. But I think the main idea is to take, you know, to take it personally, take responsibility on on the matter, on the subject. You know, if the rabbi doesn't pitch up, then. You know than what then are we you doing now? do now. Yourself, <laughs> yeah.
0: So you put it into programs and you send it out daily, or you send it out once so, a week, or how does it work?
2: Yeah, so we'll, the, we'll send at the beginning of the week. We'll send, as I said, a picture of the DAF from both sides and a short four recordings, which very clear, you know, very has a lot of clarity to try to just give away the DAF um, beginning of the week. Okay. And the idea is to try to do it by Tuesday. Uh, try to finish it by Tuesday. All four. All four. Okay. And then review it three times before. Uh, Shabbat and then once on... Before before
0: Sunday, before the weekend.
2: Yeah, before the weekend, exactly. And on Sunday again we send up the next staff which gives it, uh, again, short four clear recordings and...
0: That people could actually uh, be a part of it. And I I, kind of think what's very special about this is that people, you know, they have their schedule, they have their learning, but here's an opportunity to actually with six to ten minutes a day to go through um, beautiful programs and, and just achieve like every week that and eventually you get there mm-hmm. it, which is fascinating um, anybody who wants to join the group be part of the program uh, are you having to, I hear you're having a launching event tonight
2: yeah uh, a launching event it's, uh, it's going to happen uh, tonight God willing at uh, just uh, a braai by uh, by the Maharsha Girls School we have uh, uh, various a speakers a weekend of
0: bra- I think there's nothing that could go better
2: yeah, that's uh, it's <laughs> yeah. it's really hopefully you know but you know by people attending it gives them that the chizuk the you know the encouragement to actually follow up with it, and you know getting to the point where you actually know something you know you could learn many things but when you actually get to to get that sweet taste of actually knowing something you could learn how to play sports, but actually when you actually know how to play the game and you actually feel it it's a whole different experience so the same thing you know by learning Torah and learning these many different subjects when you actually get the feeling of the actual knowledge when you could say, you know, I learned something and I actually know it. It's a whole different league there's of understanding.
0: Sports. As you said, there's playing sports and being a sportsman. There's learning Gemara and being a Gemara man. I guess yeah. being uh, very into it. So we have to end, but anybody wants to join, how do they contact you?
2: Um, I guess, WhatsApp me. Um, my number is 072- 072. O- 0150- okay. 760- 072. 0150. Okay. 760.
0: 072. 0 oh. 1 okay sorry go again oh, 072
2: 0150 oh, oh. yes 760 oh.
0: 760 oh. and that's Rabbi Benzion Teller anybody who wants to hear more information about the launching of the Dafu week I, I have to admit I do get the messages on the WhatsApp I have seen it fascinating clear put together very very well good luck and thanks so much for the beautiful project you brought here
2: thank you Raji, for hosting me Hey,
0: it's been a pleasure. One hundred one point nine FM, Chai Chaturvegi. We have this show has come to an end. I was about to say we have come to an end, which I really hope is not true. This show has come to an end, and we will please God be back here next week, Monday, two to three, discussing education, making the world a better place, making ourselves, our lives, our, the next future generation. Thank you so much for being with me.